not a sometimes thing. It's an all the time thing. You don't win once in a while. You don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Winning is a habit. You gotta be smart to be number one in any business. But more importantly, you've gotta play with your heart and with every fiber of your body. If you're lucky enough to find a guy with a lot of head and a lot of heart, he's never gonna come off the field second. And in truth, I've never known a man worth his salt who, in the long run, deep down in his heart, didn't appreciate the grind, the discipline. But I firmly believe that any man's finest hour His greatest fulfillment while he holds dear is the moment when he has worked his heart out in a good cause and lies exhausted on the field of battle. Victorious. What's up, family? Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, spend with me today. Uh, for us at this time, we have one of the most important days, I believe, uh, that we celebrate in this year. It's Mother's Day. Uh, Mother's Day is a time where we just want to take time to appreciate all the things that our mothers do for us all year long. I mean, honestly, it should be more than one day, but uh, this is one day we want to make it extra special uh, just for our mothers. So in honor of that, I've decided to uh, speak with, just for a couple minutes, uh, what I'm going to have to say is I believe one of the best mothers on this whole planet. Uh, this woman, not only is she significantly beautiful and generous, but she has been a mother to, I'm going to guess, man, over 20 kids. Uh, us as a family, we have the honor of being a foster family. So we have four biological children of our own that my beautiful wife here has produced in her body. Uh, but God has also blessed us with another three children that uh, God produced in our hearts. And uh, so that's seven children of our own. And then uh, currently we have three other foster kids in our house. But we've had like I said, I don't know how many different kids come through our home. And this woman beside me has been a mother to not only the kids that she's produced, uh, but to kids that just needed a home. And every child that has come through our home, I know has been impacted by this amazing, amazing woman's life. She's hitting me with her knee because she she's humble and she doesn't want to take uh, the credit for what she is, but being Mother's Day, she deserves it more and more. Uh, so I just want to ask her a couple questions here and uh, get the perspective of a mother because as you can see, I am not a mother. 
All right, uh, so for all of you who don't know her, this is the lovely Michelle Allen. Hey. All right, uh, so Michelle, uh, first of all, uh, you've been a mother now for 20, coming up 21 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, what would you say is the uh, best thing that uh, you can think of about being a mother? Um, I have to say there's many best things about being a mother. Um, some of the best moments, I mean, there, there's so many, but uh, I have to say I really do appreciate um, those little uh, pictures that the kids come home with, um, especially when they've entered preschool or kindergarten. And uh, for example, a little guy came home with a bunch of sparkles all over his bag and and inside was this scrunched up uh, paper he painted, but he managed to scrunch it up. And seeing the look on these kids' face as they're like, this is their masterpiece, and they're so excited to give it to you, um, is probably one of those moments that um, I look forward to and cherish, um, especially as they're young. Um, and some of the other ones, I mean, now we've been through a daughter who has graduated and just seeing her finish 12 years of school and, uh, you know, put on the uh, graduation gown and kind of walk and get her little paper saying that she has uh, officially graduated high school. That's a pretty proud moment. Um, and we have another grad uh, student, one of our kids that will be graduating this year. And it's, it's a pretty exciting moment. Um, I would say too, um, uh, we've had one now who has uh, left the nest and uh, she, uh, she left us about a year ago, a year, ago a year and a half. Um, it was so hard to say goodbye to her, um, for me it was anyways. And uh, just seeing her so excited as she's ready to, to leave us and go off and start her life on her own. Um, I know she's just across the ocean from us. She's over in Vancouver and she has a place of her own. And that just being able to raise this, this child into an adult and, um, but also having to kind of uh, let go and let her go off and make her choices and decisions and, and being an adult. So, um, you know, we say in our house, we're not raising good kids, we're raising amazing adults. And so just being ready to embrace all those child moments or teenage moments where, you know, they're, they're doing stuff to figure out life that might drive us mad, but um, also preparing them as they leave our nest. So it's kind of those things where, uh, as a mother, you're kind of expecting to suffer a little bit. I mean, I mean, honestly, so for me, when I, when I, when I think of, of parenting, of, of mothering, uh, I mean, a mother, even before she has that child, uh, she, she knows right away that from the beginning, it's going to be a painful experience. I mean, I, I'm, I'm blessed that I, I've never actually had to endure it, but childbirth is one of those things where, I mean, you know it is going to be uh, painful, but it is such a beautiful experience. So from the moment that uh, a mother begins her time as that mother, it, be it begins in suffering, but she's willing to suffer. I think that's one of the most amazing things about um, mothers. So uh, this week, uh, I actually want to dive into uh, something I call uh, 
christening like a mother. Uh, I'm not sure for everyone here in Canada, you, you may have seen there was a series of, of commercials that Superstore did, where it's like shop like mother because a mother has certain characteristics. You know, uh, it was, you know, when a mother's in there, there's only certain things that a mother can do because they have these special things about them. Uh, here's, here's a clip of just uh, one of the commercials. Shopping while hungry? It's a dangerous game. She couldn't be stopped. She just kept opening. Turkey jerky. Cookies. Popcorn. Mm. Hey, Pauline. That's how you shop like a mother. Like a mother. Like a mother. That is shopping like a mother. Well, uh, for us, I think there's certain characteristics I think there's certain characteristics that only a mother has, or that actually only a mother has, that are significant to uh, a mother's life. And one of those things is suffering. I mean, a, a mother is prepared to suffer. She knows she's gonna suffer, not just physically, but e emotionally, right? I mean, you, you know and expect that at some point in that child's life, they're gonna hurt you. Uh, you're, you're gonna feel some suffering as Michelle was saying uh, one of the hardest things was when our, our oldest daughter she reached that age and it was like letting go and letting them uh, out of the nest and, and, and we knew that was gonna be a uh, difficult time one of those characteristics that uh, I believe that mother show is a willingness to, to suffer I mean from the moment that uh, a, a mother begins her time. She knows that she's going to suffer physically uh, during childbirth, but as Michelle was saying, it was that time of letting that child go, and it was a suffering. It was, it was a joyous time for us in our lives, but we know as parents, mothers know that they're going to suffer, and they're willing to do that, um, and that is something that we as Christians, we have to be ready to suffer. We know Jesus tells us that there's suffering. Uh, we see in Romans chapter 5, uh, verse 3 to 5, it says, More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, but God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has, uh, who has been given to us. So we see here as Christians that we need to expect to suffer. And I think that God is saying, I want you to suffer like a mother. Because a mother is more than willing to suffer. Uh, one of the amazing things about mother's suffering is I believe that there's empathy. Uh, me as a man, I, I mean, we all have a certain amount of empathy. That's one of those characteristics, one of those skills that we can learn. But I believe there's, as a mother, that... It is, it is natural, it is ingrained in them that when they see their child hurting, they're not just going to say, yeah, okay, I know that hurts, but that's okay. For me as a father, I'm like, hey, suck it up a little bit, kid. But as a mother, when a mother sees a child hurting, it's their natural response to feel that pain for them. And I think we as Christians, that we need to uh, in, in, endure suffering like a mother and expect it. I think one of the greatest... Um, Examples of this in the Bible that, that we can see is when uh, Hannah, uh, Hannah decided, you know what, uh, she, she, she didn't have a child. 
And we see at the uh, in Samuel, First uh, Samuel one verse twenty two, that uh, Hannah does, doesn't have a child. So she she goes to the Lord and she prays, right? Um, and God says, "I'm going to give you a child." And Hannah in return says. I will give this child back to you. Now, I can't even imagine what that would feel like, right? She's willing to suffer and give up her child. Uh, so in 1 Samuel uh, 1 verse 22, it says, But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, As soon as the child is weaned, I will bring him, so that he may appear in the presence of the Lord and dwell there forever. And she said, Oh, my Lord, as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who was standing here in your presence praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted my petition that uh, I made to him. Therefore, I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he is lent to the Lord, and he worshiped the Lord there. So see, that Hannah, she was willing to suffer just as any mother. She gave up her child because she knew that uh, that is what that, that child needed to do. And even though it caused her suffering, she said, God, I'm here for you. I'm willing to suffer for you. And we as Christians, we need to suffer like a mother, right? Uh, we need to endure our suffering and say, this is for the glory of God. All right. So, Michelle. Yes. What would you say is the hardest part of parenting that you didn't expect? Um, let's see. I would have to say when I was a, a new mom, um, uh, I, you know, you always have these visions or pictures of what it would be like to be a mom and have this bundle of joy and and you just have this wonderful little life. And uh, I would say, um, <laughs> I would, okay, how do I say this? Um, I would say, you know, I, we came home with our first baby and she was a total, I, I don't know what you call it, the textbook baby. And, and it was wonderful. And I enjoyed that, that first year and a bit of life. And, and, and I just loved being a mom. And then we got pregnant with our second and, and she was born. And one thing I just didn't expect was um, God makes everybody different, including your own children. And so I'll never forget when, when I, I got our, our, we had our second child and, and um, they handed me this baby and all I heard was screaming and she just yelled and, ah! and um, for me, that continued and uh, uh, lots of, she was very boisterous <laughs> and still is, but uh, I think that was really hard for me because I didn't know what to expect and there, um, I didn't read any books on on um, that. And, and so, um, I mean, we obviously learned through it and we realized that every child is unique and different. Um, and, and that, you know, that was a big challenge. And if, if I can add something, Definitely. as uh, we just read about Hannah and as a foster mom, um, I would have to say when we've had the privilege of, um, you know, having 
I call them borrowed children, uh, when God brings these children into our house, and we've had the privilege of just helping them through life, and just being there for them, and, and doing all those parenting things, and keeping them safe, and clothing them, and feeding them, um, and when it's time for um, them to go home, and perhaps the parents have worked on things, and now they're ready to, to bring their children home, the hardest thing as a foster parent uh, is actually having to let go. And, uh, you know, um, I have a lot of people say, oh, I could never be a foster parent. I could never let the child go. Um, and, you know, I have to say, uh, that's really hard. And it still is hard. And um, that's where we just, uh, together, just trust God. And uh, we, you know, we always kind of pray over the kids. And we know that they're in God's will. And so, but, you know, as a mom, having to let them go and say goodbye. And, uh, you know, just uh, knowing God's in control. Definitely. And, I mean, to, to roll that into uh, what it's like to be a Christian and some of the characteristics in that, uh, I, I know I know for, for Michelle, she has such a humility and a kindness. And especially being being a foster parent and being able to have all these different kids, there is a, there, there's a kindness that... I mean, it, we, we for an example, we uh, just this last week we were blessed that God has put a 20-month-old baby. I think he's about 20 months, uh, but a new little baby in, into into our home. And I love babies, right? Michelle loves babies, and kids are usually pretty good. I'm a big guy, and some guys are like, "Oh, the kids might be scared of you." No, like, kids love me, and I love kids, right? So we, we we have a great great time together. And this little guy came running down the hallway wearing socks, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, is smack, little man's down and screaming. So I run over, I pick him up. I'm like, "Hey, are you okay? Are you okay?" I'm holding him, and he's crying on my shoulder. And you got to realize that at this point, this little guy has only been in our home for I think like a day or two, right? So he he just barely barely knows us. But uh, so I'm holding him, he's crying, his head on my shoulder, and next thing you know, he's squirming out of my arms and wants down. And guess what he wants? He wants Michelle, right? Because he. He, see, he senses something in her as a mother that uh, I, can, I can, you know, fill a role to a certain point in that child's life. But when he knew that there was a mother there and that there are certain characteristics in her, he wanted down for me, even though I was technically filling a lot of his needs. But there's something that that kindness that gentleness that I, as a, as a father, I can just never fully uh, give him. So he squirmed down and he ran to Michelle and he jumped up on her and, you know, cuddled in her arms. And for me as a father, I was like, hey, hey what's up? You know, I mean, like, you were just here with me. But I, I understand that there's this role, there's a kindness and a sweetness and a gentleness that God has given mothers. And God is asking us as Christians to uh, display that same kind of kindness and gentleness that the world sees that there's, you know, they fall down and they hurt. And the first thing that, they're, that they should be saying is, I want to run to the body of Christ because they're like a mother. You know, there's kindness, there's gentleness, there's peace found in the church. Uh, if we look in Colossians verse um, chapter 3, uh, verse 12 says, uh, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if 
one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, as uh, so you also must forgive. And above all, uh, put uh, sorry. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. So he says that we as Christians, we need to show that compassion and the love that really a, a mother is going to show, right? We need to love like a mother because there's a certain, you know, kind of love that only a mother can give. But we as dads and as uh, people who maybe aren't mothers, right? God is asking us as Christians to show that love and compassion, right? And uh, I think one of the uh, an amazing mother in the Bible that is exemplary of this uh, is in the story in Second Kings with the Shunammite woman, right? So there's the, there's this woman, right? And Elisha the prophet, he was traveling around the land, and every time he would come through this 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 um, town, uh, Shunam, this lady would see him come through and go, "Listen, I want you to come stay with me." Right, uh, and so as Elisha's traveling through, she said, "You know what? Uh, God has put on my heart to create a room for you." Right, so she told her husband, "Honey, this is something we need to do." She had compassion. Right, once again, she had empathy for Elisha. She's like, "Man, you're traveling. I understand how tired you must be." Right, the kindness in her heart that this is just a guy that was traveling through constantly, and she said, "I want to change my whole life. I'm going to create a room here." for you, right? Um, and uh, so, when, and at this time, she wasn't a mother, but she had the characteristics of an amazing mother. So then, when Elisha's like, I want to bless this lady back, right? Uh, Gehazi's like, hey, check it out. She, she doesn't have a kid, right? So then, when Elisha calls her in and says, hey, I want to do something for you, just like any mother, right? She's like, it's okay, you know, I'm, 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 I'm doing God's will. She wasn't doing it thinking that Elisha can bless me and Elisha's, uh, Elisha's going to, you know, pour out blessings. God going to bless me because I'm doing it. She was doing it just as any mother does it, not so that her kid can, you know, say, wow, I got the best mother in the world. Look at me. Right. Or what is my mother going to do for me? Right. A mother does it because they love their child and they know that they're not going to get, well, might not get anything in return for that love. And this Shunammite woman, she did the exact same thing. She said to him, I'm doing this because this is my job, because this is what God has called me to do. And Elisha's like, well, Gehazi says she doesn't have a kid. And Elisha's like, you are going to have a kid. Obviously because she, uh, Elisha had seen the amazing mother and qualities in her. And the next year when he came back, she had a kid. Because God had blessed her with that. So we as Christians, we need to step up and say, I'm going, to, I'm going to love like a mother because that mother's love is unconditional. It's kind. It's gentle. There's humility in it. And if we, as God's children, were following what God said, we'd say, I'm going to love like a mother. I'm going to love unconditionally. And we as the church need to be known as a place where people can come and they can feel God's love. Just like when that child, you know, was looking for comfort, 
They, he ran directly to a mother because he sensed that in her after knowing her for days. People should meet us and within days know that there's something different about this person. That this is a place, uh, someone I can come to for comfort because God's love is pouring through our hearts into these people. So we as God's children need to love this world. This world needs to know the love of a mother, which is the love of Jesus Christ, which can be poured out upon their lives through our lives into this world. So I encourage you uh, as God's people to pour out into this world so that the world can know there's so many uh, orphans and children who don't know the love of a mother or maybe their, their mother was going through issues and they don't know that love. God wants to use you, yes, you, to show that love. And maybe you're saying, I'm not an empathetic person. Guess what? God has told us to do this, which means that these are skills and abilities that we can learn. That, that we can work on. So work on your empathy. You know, work on the uh, skill of loving others unconditionally, of not judging right away, because we all know that a mother can love when you, uh, the world stands outside and go, how can you love that kid? And a mother will say, that's my child. There's nothing you can do to tear uh, them away from me. So we as the church need to step up we need to expect to suffer, but we need to suffer like a mother. And then we need to love. We need to love this world unconditionally in a way that only God can love. So we need to love this world like a mother. And I've been hearing a lot of chatter online. I've been reading different articles. I've also been hearing about churches, how they're not going to celebrate Mother's Day or they're kind of removing that from services. Um, I kind of have a different feeling or, or a, an opinion about this. Um, I think moms should be recognized. And I'm not only talking to birth moms, I am talking to foster moms, I'm talking to um, those moms that have an influence in a, a child's life somewhere. Or <laughs> also talking to spiritual moms. Um, I think a lot of people are thinking more uh, honoring or recognizing moms because they, they have produced this child in their bodies. Um, and again, Jason's message is loving like a mother. And it's kind of remembering where that love comes from. And if we look at God, he's the ultimate example of what love is and how he sent his son Jesus because he loved us. And so... Um, to, to some of you who might be feeling like, well, I've never had a mom or um, I can't produce kids or, or maybe, you know, it, it's a really hard and difficult time for you. And, and, you know, we recognize that and we can see your pain and, and we're not dismissing that at all. Um, we just want you to know that you all can still be a mom. And I'll never forget the first time I walked into a church and I'll never forget this woman came up to me and um, as, a, as a young kid I never really experienced this this hug before and I, I'll never forget this this woman who has totally impacted my life in fact I was adopted to be one of her grandkids and she pulled me in and she hugged me and she whispered Jesus loves you so much 
And those were kind of like, I, I've never experienced that before. It, it felt odd, but I also felt something good. And so um, women out there, you know, know that you can love like a mother, whether it's being a cross guard at, at a school or working um, as a supervisor, you have an opportunity to be uh, a mother figure. Um, yeah, that's all I gotta say. Awesome, awesome. So I'm just... Uh, I'm super excited. Thank you so much, Michelle, for, for being here with me. Like I said, she is, uh, in my books, the greatest mother that this world could have ever uh, given to my children. And I thank you and I love you for everything you've done for our family. She works so, so hard. Right now, we are, we're down to nine kids in our home. Uh, sometimes we're up to ten, but uh, she works so hard and she's so giving. And uh, she's not nearly as appreciated as she should be, uh, but we are continually working on loving her more and more. And I, I encourage you, no matter what's going on in your life, uh, love somebody. And if you don't know the love of a mother, then uh, just let me tell you right now, find Jesus, because if you want to know the love of a mother, a love that is comforting, that will not turn you away, there is Jesus. Jesus wants to love you more than you could ever imagine. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us. I pray that uh, for all the mothers out there, that God does amazing things in your lives, and we appreciate you so much. Uh, I pray that God continues to bless you in everything that you do. And uh, have a great day, Michelle. We'll see you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks uh, for joining. Thank you so much. Yes. God bless, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.